comes the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. And here we go. Making Grand Strand Morning Radio great again. Liz Callaway, Nick Summers, shaking up your wake up with news, opinion, and insight every weekday morning on Talk 94.5. It is 6.07 on the Liz Callaway Show with Nick Summers. All right, and he's not here today, but I, that's his guitar anyway. <laughs> that's, that's a <laughs> new learn, intro. You have to learn with the new intro. Yeah. I hit the post. Yeah, you hit the post. And that, yeah, that yeah. little part in the music there. We have to pump it up, and then you hear the gun. <laughs> <laughs> it is Monday morning, October 2nd, and that's right. Nick is away celebrating his wedding anniversary oh. uh, this weekend. And so I think they left Nicolina behind. I don't mm-hmm. know if anything, mm-hmm. but, you know. Nookie, nookie. Nookie, nookie, um, yeah. What, uh, uh, oh, what no. year is this for them? Uh, ooh. Hmm. Ooh, I feel like a bad co-host. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, you don't know everything ooh, you know, about each other. You know, know most things about each other. How long are they married? I really uh, don't know. Tim the, Tim, the car detail guy, will probably text and tell us. He probably knows. <laughs> I'll have to text Nick. He's probably up. Yeah. Let's let's text Nick yeah, let's text and ask Nick. him how many. Let me see. Um, good morning. We all miss you on the air, and we're wondering how many years you are married. This time, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nah, right. yeah. I don't know if he's been married before. So I, I, it just everybody seems to have been married before, just about. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I that actually happened. That conversation happened a lot. There was a theme. There was a theme, and I felt so bad. Oh my gosh! I got to tell you what happened. Um, so, what was it? Uh, Friday. Friday, I drove over to Hartsville. Okay. All right. Let me, I'll start off. Doctor Salibi. Mm-hmm. You know, he's my um, my uh, functional medicine doctor, and from Carolina Holistic, and he was speaking at an event in Hartsville. And he invited a bunch of people. I guess he was told, hey, if you want to invite people, go right ahead. So he invited me as one of the people. And uh, I said to Javi, I'm like, hey, you want to go? Let's let's go. You know, we can go. So let's go. So uh, it turned out this was called the Cotton Patch Hemp Farm. And this is a uh, a fourth generation farmer. I forgot what they used to farm before my whole head is forgetting a lot of these things but anyway um they used to farm something else before mm-hmm. and his uh the, the wife of this family um she was having a lot of migraines and so someone she was having horrific migraines, like 47 days straight i mean it was like a nightmare for her um for like 20 years she's been suffering with these horrific migraines and what happened was someone suggested her cbd oil mm-hmm. she took it Within six hours, her migraines broke, wow. and she never gets them again. She takes takes it regularly. So what ended up happening was she became such a believer. She started like learning everything about it, and so they, when the opportunity came in South Carolina that you uh, they allowed X number of permits to change your farm to hemp. Right. Her husband flipped the farm to hemp. Good for him. That's and, where the money is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, they flipped their farm to hemp, and you could use it for you know it's not pot. You know, because pot's not legal in South Carolina. Right. So um, it's uh, it's hemp, 
And, you know, it's re- highly regulated. They make sure the stocks don't have any THC in it and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's a, it's a, minute, a minute amount, but it's basically, you know, hemp for is being grown for industrial use. Right. So, um, so what happened was they married 10 years. I okay. Knew, I knew he'd be up. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. Here's the 20 more. <laughs> and so um, what happened was um, I, I went to the, I decided to go to the event and, and I didn't know where to stay. So I saw that Dr. Salibi was staying at a bed and breakfast there. And I gave a call to the bed and breakfast and they said they weren't renting any of the rooms that night because they're catering because the guy who owns the bed and breakfast is a chef from New York mm. and his wife's from Long Island. And um, and so um, he said that he was, um, you know, catering this big event and they're not renting the rooms. And I said, well, actually, I'm going to that event. And Dr. Sleep, he's speaking to his my dad. He says, oh, no problem. I'll leave the key under the mat. <laughs> Let yourself in. Nice. Um, I'm not going to be there to greet you and do all that stuff. But, you know, and I said, oh, that's okay. So that's how it was. It was like I was going to someone's house. I left the key under the mat. So anyway, um, it was such a beautiful, like, experience completely. And uh, I went to this uh, event with um, – <laughs> and so it turns out Dr. Sleeby, probably telling TMI here, Dr. Sleeby used to own a bed and breakfast in Savannah. Okay. Never knew. But it was with his previous wife. So the conversation was always, he was like, you know, anytime he was talking to about the bed and breakfast, he would always say my previous wife. And so they would turn to his wife who was there and, and say, so tell me all about it. And she goes, no, that was his previous wife. Oh, oh. I beg your pardon. I'm so sorry. And it was like all weekend yeah. because it was like, oh, I heard you had a bed and breakfast, Dr. Yeah. Sleepy. He says, yeah, I, I sold. It was a long time ago, whatever. It was with my previous wife. And then they returned to her and asked her a question. <laughs> and it was like nonstop. And I was like, oh, my God, how uncomfortable is that for this yeah. poor woman? So finally, she's having the conversation with the, uh, you know, the innkeepers. And, and the wife is asking about her experience. And she's like. It was his previous wife. (laughs) So, like you said, everybody has been married at least once and they relocate to Myrtle Beach. (laughs) It just just seems like that, you know. It's kind of like a funny thing. But kind of sad in a way. It's a sad thing about that. Yeah, it sounds like you had a good time. Oh, it it was so good. And you know what it is? Here's, Here's a little side note. I am not against CBD oil at all. Right. You know, there's a lot of people that use utilize it for all sorts of things, right. PTSD, anxiety, migraines, epilepsy, yeah. um, all these things. And I can't take it. I'm allergic to it. Oh. I cannot take it. I put a drop under my tongue and my throat swells. Uh. So unfortunately, I cannot take it. Uh. But, um, but I went anyway because I, I just, I love the fact that that it's you know farm driven. Right. It's right in this area, and her husband's a farmer, and she's the manufacturer of these gummies and all yeah. these high end stuff. And she's looking for high end places to put it in because mm-hmm. um, she's like, this is not gas station CBD. Right, she's right. this is high quality yeah. um, CBD. You know where it came from. You know where it's sourced. You could go to the farm. You can meet the people. Right. Um, and so I, I told her, I said, well, I'm going to contact cause Dr. Sleeby sells it in his office okay. as part of his practice. Does he do, he does he people. do anything with the Delta eight that comes from the hemp plant? 
because the Delta Eight. Well, it's it's a CBD infused like the gummies and all. They have I think Delta Nine comes from regular cannabis, and then Delta okay. Eight comes from the hemp, which is a hundred percent legal. It's only outlawed in like five or six states. I didn't ask about that, yeah. but I, I but they're should. saying anxiety, muscle aches. Well, you know, that's... I, I will tell you that. What he did was he gave about six case studies of his own patients and how the things he how they presented, what he how he treated them and um, how he used this cannabid cannab cannaboid cannaboid yeah whatever. oil cannon cannaboid yeah, yeah that's it something like that actually I was talking to uh, Marianne who who has this company a cotton patch hemp. And I was like, I just can't say the word. I'm like, cannaboid. Cannaboid. It's an extra N-N. Yeah, there is. But, um, um, so what's the name of her company? Cotton Patch Hemp. That's a nice, that's a nice yeah. name. So uh, we get into the room at the bed and breakfast, and there's a huge basket of all different samples of everything she sells. It was, mm. she was so nice. Um, and the chef, oh my gosh, the food. And the food was infused with, with hemp. Yeah. But there was... Um, like a non-hemp choice and a hemp choice, mm-hmm. so you didn't have a choice. So I ate all the non-hemp because I didn't want to end up right. <laughs> having so anaphylactic shock. Swollen throat. You, you know how, like, you're allergic to something, and the more you have it, the more allergic you are? Uh, uh, cats, different for me. You know, oh. I, I'm allergic to cats, but the more I was around them, the least I, it, oh, okay. I kind of got used to them. Desensitized you? It took yeah. years, but, you know, eventually. Yeah. I And now I've been away for cats from cats for a long time, so I'm uh, probably allergic again. Yeah. Well, I just realized that the cat we found in our backyard um, is a Turkish Angora cat. Wow. Uh, she's a calico, and she's it's a very rare, like, I guess, breed of... Yeah, especially in this country, because people don't like, the, you know, teaching a Turkish <laughs> cat, Ameri- you know, English. So you've heard of an Angora rabbit, uh-huh. that fur that they have? Well, she has the same fur. Oh, really? Yeah. And she, and so I, and she's a calico. And so you just found like, it in the backyard? She just appeared in the backyard with a bum leg. And, huh. um, and I think she was dumped, but I, I don't have to, I have no idea. She was a little tiny kitten. Right. I have no idea how she ended up in our backyard because I have a wrought iron fence with spaces in between, but it's all netted off. Right. I don't know how she got in the backyard. Hmm. And I had her leg checked. They were going to amputate it when they spayed her. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And she's using it and it's getting musc- more and yeah. more muscle. I remember seeing videos. She, yeah, okay, yeah. So she's limping a bit, but um, but she's using that leg. And I was like, I'm not cutting that leg off. Do not cut the leg off during the spaying. And so they didn't. And um, uh, she's really thriving. But anyway, she doesn't shed. Hmm. She's like a fluffy ball of fur with this huge plume tail like the tail was twice the size of her when she was a kitten mm. and it looks like a big like you know those those bushes that are around here with the big plume yeah that's what she looks like the bear grass or whatever they yeah. call that yeah so i looked at i looked her up and i took and i found an, an adult version of her and i said oh my gosh she's like a rare breed yeah. and so uh turkish angora calico there's only certain breeds of cat that can end up calico. It's like a very like rare thing. There's some mm-hmm. calico dogs and some calico cats, which is all patchy. And most of the time they're female. And if they are male, they're sterile. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. 
It's a very interesting thing. I think like orange cats are always male or something. It's like a weird um, something about that. But anyway, so. So you reminded me with Dr. Salivi, uh, back to the uh, marriage of the second wife yes. there. <laughs> uh, do you know what two months most divorces happen in? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I just actually did this on the other guys. So I don't um, know. More divorces happen in March and August oh than any other months, according to the March. study from the University of Washington. Uh, researchers speculate that couples avoid filing the, for divorce around Christmas, New Year's, as well as when school is out for the summer because they feel that uh. these times are considered sacred to families. Ah, uh. That makes sense, though, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. I mean... How many people have stuck through a bad relationship through Christmas? <laughs> you get through yeah. Thanksgiving, you're like... Well, it's exactly what happened because I filed and then have to wait a year. Yeah. And then I don't know, but um, something somebody knew somebody. And once the trial, the trial, you have to appear in court. Right. Once the case court case was over, I walked out and they said, well, if you wait a few minutes, you could just wait for the stamp. I said, well, I'll wait for the the stamp. stamp. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I had to wait for mine to come in the mail. Yeah. And it takes a while, Mm -hmm. you know, and then you're like, oh, when's it going to be official, you know? And then um, I got the stamp and it was, you know, March 4th. Like, (sighs) it was a statement. (laughs) It was like March 4th. That was the date. So, um, but yeah, it's. it's sad. It's awful. It's this. It's oh, divorce. Ah, oh. uh, yeah. Mine cost one hundred and five dollars, oh, and, and a house. <laughs> but oh. you know, but the uh, that's court, not bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, um, it's just the whole thing is completely emotionally draining. Yeah. It's an awful thing, and yeah. then you you know you second guess for like the first three years, yeah. and then you're like you know, and we tried to get back together, but it that was not good. So I was like, all right, I was right the first time. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, but you know, it, when you get married again, it's always the first wife, or the first husband, or the, yeah, I've know, been, uh, my previous, you know, my ex, uh, you know. I've been divorced 18 years. Wow, that's a long time. It'd be a big change to have somebody living with me again, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had a, well, had some relationships where they did, but now it's been a lot. It, I'm on the other half of it, so uh-huh. yeah, I've had somebody live with me before, but it yeah, it's a long time ago too. So well, you're gonna have to be willing to give up a lot. I know. I'm trying to give it up every weekend. So. <laughs> <laughs> Liz. <laughs> well, I mean that's a, that's you know that's a long time to not live uh, with somebody. I was wondering. Yeah. I, was, I actually asked Chelsea Renee at our event uh, Saturday. We were at the. Uh, um, Irish Italian International oh, Festival. I saw yeah. the picture. It yeah. was great. It was great. Um, but I said to her, I said, I'm trying to come up with a Halloween costume, like trolling for a wife. You know, <laughs> what would you put on the end of the line? You know, like a fishing pole. And, uh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, you're you're at the point where the women. I mean, you're not going to go for a younger girl. What? Like, like a younger girl? Look, I'm 62. Everybody that's older than, yeah, I I would probably be interested in a younger girl. No, I mean younger than you, but not yeah. like super young. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not that one that could share clothes with my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> my daughter's 37, by the yeah, way. So, so I mean, creepy. you have to think about what most women in their 50s are looking for. I know, I know. Yeah. You know. You know, so they don't, you know, they don't want anybody broke. No. They don't want anybody like hooked on whatever. Yeah. Um, and they just want a normal person. Yeah. Well, good luck. <laughs> I know. 
Good luck on that, trying to find a normal person it's in really today's hard. world. You know, I, I have a friend who's a matchmaker. Huh. And she's... Uh, <laughs> that was his answer. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, she's a matchmaker, and uh, she wouldn't take me as a client. But, um, <laughs> she's my friend, but she wouldn't take me as a she client. She wouldn't. She wouldn't take me. Matchmaker, matchmaker she's like matchmaker. she's like oh no 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 you don't need me and i was like no no i really do i, I obviously have a bad picker she's like no no you don't need you me. have a good picker look what happened with Javier. i know uh, well that's what she said i was she's there like, right at the I beginning i told you i saw it i saw it through my whiskey <laughs> color what do they call it whiskey glasses yeah yeah i saw it i saw it all poor happening and coming together and yeah for yeah. javi what do you mean, poor Javi? That poor thing. He seems happy yeah, every time I see him. Yeah, such a quiet life for me. <laughs> yeah. well, well. He was spending it in meditation. In yoga, so yeah, he was. What do you think, Taylor Swift and her football boyfriend? Ooh. I think it's great, and I, and she's bringing a whole lot of interest to football with young people now. Um, oh, okay. You know, you think uh, and women attendance yeah. at the young stadiums women. that she's going to be going to attendance will probably be up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but she single handedly changes. The course of cities, and she's bringing all her Hollywood friends with her. Yeah, I mean, she's uh, changing the economy in the whole country. This billionaires, she's mm-hmm. made more. She's been to more football stadiums than football players. Thank have. God they w- keep they keep winning though. Yeah, because it would be really really bad for her if they were losing. Yeah, but she'll kind of like a, the Bull Durham effect. Yeah, she'll write a <laughs> so. uh, she'll write an album. All another right. album. It'll, Do you think it'll last? But he's such a woke idiot. Don't know. Don't know much about him except he's uh, a really good football player. He's like the one that, you know, he kneeled. He he did. He's very, yeah. he's one of those wokey dokies. I, I don't like it. Oh, and uh, there is a Taylor so Swift she, lookalike though. down there at the famous toastery, Tim McGinnis's restaurant. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she's a young girl, uh, 20, 21, looks like Taylor Swift. And we actually told her you need to get some bright red lipstick. Oh, because that um, she gets it all the time. Yeah, one of the other waitresses told us. So. Really? Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. Uh, actually, one year they had a young girl, I think from Charleston, looked just like Taylor Swift, sang like her, and mm-hmm. she was at the Legends, huh. and she spent like a whole season with them. Mm-hmm. She was phenomenal. I interviewed her actually, um, and when she came in, I was like, "Whoa!" Hmm. Like just. Amazing that someone could look like somebody and sing yeah. like them. I mean, that's yeah. like, you have to ask that waitress if she can sing. Yeah. That would really be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it is 625. We're going to take a little break here. We had a lot of things happen. Matt Gates, McCarthy showdown once again. You know, our Congressman Russell Fry voted no, um, but... The uh, stopgap measure went through anyway. Senate approved it. Biden signed it. All that happened over the weekend, in case you haven't heard. But now Matt Gates has it in for uh, McCarthy, and there's a huge battle between them. Yeah, our borders are still open. Yeah, and our borders are still open. All right, we'll be back in a moment. <laughs> 